Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Good to be back. Y'all know it is. It's the highest host, Adamil out right here on the Getting High Wish Show, baby. Oh, man, it feels so good to do this right now, dude. Uh, shout out to Kentron chilling, just like old times, in the corner, making it happen. Nothing against Kentron, but he's always the most comfortable in the fucking corner, dude. Thank you for pulling up, uh, playing the beats. And we got a very special show today, dude. Um, it's good to be back. Thank you guys all for joining me. Uh, thank y'all for being here. But I have a, uh, an independent legend, bro, in the building. I've I got to cross paths with him many times in the cannabis scenes, in the festivals, at shops, at events, Word. just uh, through mutual friends. Uh, I've smoked his OG many times because, you know, me, when I go to a uh, shop, I always look for OGs first. And he was probably one of the first dudes who uh, had an OG named after him and used his likeness for the logo kind of right. like i think we were almost like on the same shit because mm-hmm. i had the og with the face you had the og with the face we both out here smiling yeah. um <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's out here rolling up we just uh, got to get some weed i'm talking about fucking dizzy right baby dizzy hippie in the building yes, hell sir. yeah how you doing dude man i'm happy to be here man thank you for having me for real i appreciate it oh yeah no, yes, thanks sir. for pulling up man it's it's been like i feel like almost decade-ish dude that yeah i've been like crossing paths with you and seeing you around the la scene i know you out in vegas most of the time but you've been to the california for the cannabis scene often yeah absolutely i was just saying while we were in the uh, dispensary like i remember when everything that was everything that was in the dispensary was at the cannabis cups before they were really in the dispensary so it's always a beautiful thing to just see how far this has all come, you know, because this is pretty much what what we all wanted, to be able to do this shit legally and uh, have a spot, a comfortable spot where we could tell people to come and get our strength. So it's, it's yeah. dope to see it all The all evolution, happen. the yeah. evolution. Absolutely. And it went from just like, like deli jars and like you just pick it up and the chopsticks and you just pick out nugs to actually packaged weed logos being able to uh you know provide something that people are uh familiar with and i just have a question dude because this is like a big thing for cannabis and brands like you've been so consistent with like the og it's just been like the same you've you've seen a lot of people have strains or have cultivars and they're just not consistent some batches are like whatever and other batches are amazing and it's just not the same but i feel like every time i've got the dizzy og it's just been consistent thank you man thank you um you know crown crown like uh what was it maybe uh 11 years ago whatever it was yeah so i'm saying it's been like a decade dude been a long ass time. <laughs> but they told me 11 years ago like we feel like we have the best weed in the world and you know and i still feel like they do it is award-winning. They've had many awards. Absolutely. They've won many cups. How did that whole thing happen? How did you end up, you know, linking up with uh, Crown and having the whole shebang? Yeah, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was at the Cannabis Cup um, back in the day when uh, Rich was still around. Um, had ran up on me and pretty much was like, yo, we, we feel like we're growing some of the best weed in the world you know and nobody really knows about it yet so like we want to grow a strain for you and maybe you if you fuck with it maybe you'll fuck with us and maybe there's some longevity in what we can do together you know what i'm saying and um we can help you build your cannabis you know your cannabis line 
and you can help us build our whole shit as well and just be a part of the family so that's kind of how it started and um yeah we we picked two strains and, and put them together and got the dizzy og and we just been rocking with it ever since is that something that you thought would ever happen like was little dizzy like yo i'm gonna have my own weed stray one day nah. were you like wait when was the first time you actually got involved in cannabis and started smoking weed um i didn't start smoking weed until um my baby moms was pregnant with my my first kid like and she's about to be 12 so about 12 13 years ago okay when i started smoking um i didn't smoke in high school or nothing like that i was like um what some some of my homies would say i was a square you know what you I'm were saying? well you were a good student no nah, i wasn't a good student i just um I, I guess i could recognize that we were slowing down the kids in my neighborhood and i didn't want no smoke with it so uh i had my my mindset was to kind of graduate so I kind of grew up fast. Like, I got my first apartment when I was a senior in high school. Okay. I was 17, living on my own. And, like, my, my motivation was to get out of high school. So smoking weed and all that shit, anything to slow me down wasn't really... Priority. Yeah, not at all. But it wasn't until I got a little older and um, I started smoking weed. And then... What was it? Because if it was slowing your homies down and you're like, yo, like, no, nah, I ain't gonna, you know, yeah, be part of that fucking bullshit. Yeah, because my homies stopped coming to school. All my weed-smoking homies, a lot of them didn't graduate. A lot of them got their GEDs. And you think they didn't graduate because of weed? Oh, I know I know that weed slowed them down, yeah. Or was it that weed made them realize that the school system's kind of bullshit and they were just wasting their time learning irrelevant shit like the War of 1812 and the Pythagorean Theory or whatever the fuck it's called that we never use in Boy, real life? sure, bro. Like, all that... <laughs> none of that shit, like... You don't use a lot of that shit that you get in school, but, like, what school teaches you is how to be disciplined, how to stick to something, show up for your job, like, you know what I'm saying? If you, you don't fuck with your job that's cool but if you still gotta pay your bills right so you can't yes. like let the the owner or the manager fuck up you being able to provide for your family so i wasn't thinking about that when i was in high school or whatever and i didn't really i was a little judgmental because uh my homies did stop coming to school and i took that kind of personal because i felt like don't try to make me seem like I'm a square because I want to graduate. Like, nigga, right. this is the, <laughs> this so is what we should be doing. They were like clowning you for staying in school. <laughs> right. What? Like, well, those aren't like good homies. <laughs> 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 like, come on. Like, let, let me uh, do what I want to do, bro. If I want to go to school, if I want to become an ice skater, I'm going to be an ice skater. If I want to fucking trap, I'm going to trap. Like, let me do what I want to do, bro. Nah, nah, but don't get me wrong. Um, what was what was your goal? Like, what did, besides graduating, like, what did you want to be as an adult? Were you into music were you rapping or were you like i'm gonna be a, a artist or what was like a yeah. firefighter i'm gonna be an astronaut nah um you know i wanted to play basketball if i'm being honest okay right? um and then in high school i realized that i couldn't hoop my senior year because i had to make up a bunch of credits so from there i didn't really know what i wanted to do but i started throwing parties and shit and I was really good at getting motherfuckers in one building. You know what I'm saying? I realized that I was, but I realized that wasn't gonna last forever. So I started doing the music shit and I just started like throwing it on at my parties and shit like that. And that kind of gave me the motivation to feel like, you know, maybe I can uh, do this rap shit. And um, that's kind of when I started taking it serious. And from there, I knew that like, there was a path that I could take. So you were just like, all right, let me figure out how to make some money. And I'm like, I'm gonna throw some parties. I got a good network. I can bring people together. Word. What was like the the thing about your parties that made people? Was it about the music? Was it the location? Was it like the vibe? Uh, All of the above. <laughs> it's the girls. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> I just had a way to be able to get them girls in the building and everybody followed the girls, man. Facts, 100%. <laughs> Word. So you were just able to get the people there. And then, uh, so how did that evolve into you doing music? Were you just like, yo, all this music is trash that they playing? Let me make some shit. Nah, you know, back in the day, the like jerk movement, before the jerk movement had went like uh, mainstream, it was like its own little underground thing, you know? And I had became a part of that. And it was really an underground thing in California. But... I was trying um, to get. I was trying to perform in front of different people outside of Vegas, 
So I was coming back and forth to California doing parties and like trying to perform at these different events and stuff. And I was learning a lot. So as I was learning things, I was kind of taking those things back and like incorporating them with what I had going on and putting my little spin on it. And I kind of just carved out my own little lane. You just made it happen. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I, I, you know, as a, you know, show producer and host, I do some like research and, um, I see that there is like music in your family though. Is this true that when uh, your uncle is a member? Uh, Bone. Of Bone Thugs? Uh, not by blood. Okay. Nah, my mom was the road manager for Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay. So they like extended family. Okay. They're, yeah. like, they're like family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but not by blood. No, no. I know a lot of people be like, oh. <laughs> but not about that. I mean, yeah, I looked it up. They're like, yeah, Lazy Bone, uh, his uncle or some shit. I was like, oh, okay. That's a fun fact. I didn't I know. I mean, you know. <laughs> Listen, I know. You say we something. Like, we like, it's like, you know, blood couldn't make us any closer. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like. Sometimes you're closer to people that aren't blood. That are extended family, yeah. you know? You get to choose who you want to be with. You can't choose family. Word. So my, my mom's, you know, is a single mom. She got five kids. You know what I'm saying? And my uncle lay. Uh, helped her a lot mentally to be able to raise us and keep us all in the same household and that type of shit. So my mom got a lot of love for, for Lazy and um, Flesh, and that just kind of lingered into the rest of the group who just became like extended family. That's fucking, that's dope. Yep. So good little network. So here you are, you graduated high school because despite your homies trying to have you drop out. <laughs> nah. Fucking lame-ass stoners out here trying to peer pressure you. <laughs> nah. <laughs> now, you know what's crazy? Let, let me just uh, clarify real quick. You couldn't peer pressure me. Like I, I was, could tell. You I graduated. Was, yeah, I was unpeer pressurable. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my homies did what they did. You know, you let them tell it. I always had something to say. But that's always because I just wanted, you know, to the homies to be the best versions of themselves. Still to this day, I do. But I like had that little thing about me back in high school. And I hooped. And um, the reason I ain't smoke is because my, my, my coach looked at me and told me like, look, I don't know how much you gonna grow. <laughs> so listen. That's hey, a height. Yeah, okay. like, you gonna need that speed, player. Don't be smoking no weed and lose that speed because this is going to be a wrap for your basketball career. And I was like, oh, no, nah, I can't take those chances. See that line, though. Do you think cannabis slows you down? Well, as an adult, no. I think as a kid, there's a lot of kid minds that can't really handle uh, marijuana. Like, they might do it and, and it might steer them off of the direction that they should be on or give them an excuse to try to not do the shit that they supposed to be doing. Because that's what a young mind do. You try to find excuses to validate your opinions and your thoughts and shit because you think you know everything but you ain't even really lived a lot yet. Right. So it's like, I look back on like 18 year old version of me who thought I had this shit figured the fuck out. And I ain't even have a credit card yet. <laughs> I ain't even built no credit yet. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, smoking weed before you really get a chance to like, uh, get a head start in life. You know, depending on who you are and who, what kind of big homies you got, you know, it plays a big part. What would you tell? What would you tell your childhood self though? That's, that's good dude. Like. If you could go back to like your 15 year old self, like what would be some advice that you would tell them? Would you would you smoke weed sooner or are you happy with where you started? Uh, I'm happy with the way I started, yeah. Um, like my 15 year old self didn't have no guidance. Like I started smoking weed and I had guidance. You know, I had people actually, my, my homie at the time was growing weed, was teaching me about sativas and indicas and the highs and all the different things and the levels of weed. I didn't really know nothing about none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So having somebody be able to like break down the the, the science of the herbs and everything, I think just, I don't know, it made me, made me look at weed different from the jump when I started. It right. wasn't like recreational. It felt like medicine a little bit. It wasn't more for like, let's get fucked up. It was more like, let me yeah. figure some shit out. Yeah, it was more like, okay, there's a lot of shit going on in my life and it kind of feels uh, like it's a domino effect that I can't really stop. And the weed like made me just like put my finger there and just stop it and just be able to kind of stack those dominoes back up and handle things accordingly. That's how I kind of looked at it. Shit was just kind of adding up 
And then the weed kind of helped me just, you know, lay it all out and be able to deal with shit accordingly without, you know, being emotional or making uh, crazy, irrational decisions, you know? Right. You, you, had, you had looked at it with a better perspective. Said, yeah, I got it. I got it, dude. I got it. So here you are, dude, throwing parties. And then you get to the, how did you end up, so you start doing, you start smoking weed, and then you uh, get a weed strain, like, before anyone else. And you were in even, like, how you just decided to fucking show up to the cannabis cut? You said you just showed up to the cannabis cut? Yeah, so, um, like, my homie was teaching me a lot about it, and I was just, like, I started, like, um... It's crazy, the music started sounding different. I started kind of understanding what some of the things that, you know, the rappers were saying, Bone Thugs and Devin the Dude, all that music just started making a lot more sense. And um, and then I found out about the High Times Cups, you know, the Cannabis Cups. And I was like, well, shit, I want to go um, check it out. You know what I mean? And uh, I think it was my 22nd birthday. It was the first uh, Cannabis Cup in... Um, Maybe that was 2013, but it was in Amsterdam. Okay. Um, and the first one you went to? No, nah, the first one I went to was in California, I believe. Okay. The second one I went to was in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Um, and just from there, it, it it was all happening. You know, I realized that I was falling in love with the culture, and that like, you know, I was I was actually a motiv- like a a motivated stoner, and didn't really realize like those. it. Yeah, so and I realized I was able to uh relate and uh find some uh similarities in a lot of other stoners. And uh I think from there I just I don't know, they accepted me with open arms and I fucking I've been squeezing them ever since. Well, I mean, you do have some albums that are dedicated to smoking. You do have a lot of collabs. You've worked with a lot of artists. Word. Uh I was actually in one of your music videos yeah. uh, that became like a dab anthem. And you guys filmed that at one of the sessions that we did in uh, the studio. Uh, so it's been crazy to see the evolution of, you know, the music. Because if you go on your YouTube and you look at your catalog, you know, when you first started, uh, it, the style has evolved and, and grown like everyone else does. And it's crazy to see. Because uh, you first, when you came on the scene, you were signed by a local, a Valley artist, too. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, I'm from the 818, so regardless okay. of all the politics, you know, I'm just still going to set it up. Yeah. You know, we 818, say it backwards. Yeah. But uh, Hopson, <laughs> say it backwards, baby. Uh, you were out here with uh, Hopson, signed yeah. you. Yeah. And you uh, went on some tours, and you started collabing. I mean, you've collab, you've had a shitload of mixtapes, shitload of albums. What's your process like? How does uh, how does the music come to you? How do the lyrics come? What's the dizzy right process? Uh, it really comes natural, to be honest. Like, I hear a beat, and sometimes the words just come to me. Um, and it's really about finding... Uh, it's really about, like, well, just finding a direction, really, that I want to go, or a topic that I want to talk about. So you find the beat first? Is that like, and then like based on that, you write to it or you already Yeah, have yeah, like- yeah. That's how I've been doing it um, for a while now. It's like vibing to the beat and just giving the beat what it what it requires, what I can give it at the time. <laughs> I like that. I give the beat what it requires. So. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking great line, dude. Uh, and, then, and then, so you just do it. And I mean, you've collabed with, um, you know, Demrick, I've seen because we uh, actually got to go. If you guys are listening to the podcast uh, audio only, there's gonna be a video uh, that you could check out. And we actually went to go visit Apothecary. We did, and we got some weed. We did, and uh, your weed was on the shelf. There was some Dizzy OG. It was, and then we had some uh, smoking. Yeah, that's what you rolled up. That's what I rolled up. And you also got some Crown OG. I did. Um, we love OGs. Is that your favorite? Is that your go-to? OG is my go-to. It's your go-to. It is. And then uh, you got some Stony Point. Yeah. My brothers, uh, Demrick and DJ Hopper, yeah, their Stony Point brand is fire. Um, and every time I come, I got to get it. And it's the snowdrift. The snowdrift. And you just said, let me just get it because that's the boys and I support them. Yeah, you know what? Um, Demrick blessed me with this when they first dropped it. So 
I know it smoked good. I know it tastes good. And I haven't had it since the last time I was here. So it was a must grab. And I fuck with the name Stony Point. Uh, I don't know if you know what the Stony Point is. Anyone know what Stony Point is? Stony Point is a like, uh, it's like a hike trail in the valley in like North Valley. It's like a, it's like a big boulder. It's like Mount Craig. You guys, you ever watch Guts or Global Guts? Uh-uh. Like Nickelodeon back in like the late 1900s. Okay. It was a like game show. It was like a, a competitive game show where it was, there was a US version and there was like a global version where kids represented themselves and they went through physical obstacles to get points. And the final level was called, I think it was Mount Crag. Agro Crag. It was, ag- thank you, Eric. Agro Crag. And it was like this big like obstacle mountain and there was like rocks falling on you and you have to like race up and touch the buzzer and that's what stony point is it's like this real life aggro cat crag crazy but no rocks are falling on you but it's just like a a big boulder hike i didn't even know that hell yeah stony point 818 baby that's fire now that's what since i know hoppers 8182 yep uh that's what i'm guessing that's what it is because that's the only stony point i know that's around here and i know it's a great name for a brand like Stony Point, bro. Like we're right. gonna get, yeah. So, right, yeah. You out here? How is it? Did you have you ever tried it? I've tried it before. Yeah, I'm about to twist it up again. Oh, hell yeah! I see. Uh, what's your preferred way of smoking, dude? I see you got the big old leaves. Yeah, I like the grabber leaves. I'm smoking the grabber leaves right now. That's like my go-to. What What is you? What's that? Uh, I roll the brothers broad leaves. Okay. I do. This, these are the Havana's or the Cuban flavor. Okay. Um, these are the Paxton pearls. They also have. You know the uh they have the duds and the um motherfucking pearls as well mm. which are um the connecticut broad leaves but i like i love tobacco and cannabis but the big leaves are just too much for me i like the pre-cut yeah rolls yeah i have to cut them myself that's why i asked for some uh scissors, scissors? uh there are scissors in the other room if you really you don't, you don't do the the tearing the tear oh uh, yeah that's what i did tech. for this yep the i had tech. To. Had to do the uh, tear tech. The tear tech. What's your uh, What's the size that you do? Do you like have a specific size, or you just like rip it and just size it out as you go along? Nah, I like like you know regular size uh, blunts. Nothing too crazy. Right. Like, I always fuck up with it, dude. I can't get the. I never get the right. The right tear. Yeah. Yeah, or the right tear. It's either like too small, but sometimes I try to make like mini blunts. Right. I wish someone would make like a pre-cut mini blunt. Right. Because sometimes I don't want to roll like a full-ass blunt. Yeah. And sit there. I'd rather just get like, you know, let me get like a mini fix and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's why I like cutting it. Getting yeah. my little cut on. Remember the, the, the mini swishers that came out? They oh, were yeah. like the late 1900, early 2000s. Yeah. They were like the mini versions, bro. Yeah. They need to bring those. I don't even smoke swishers, but yeah. I will get those again, bro. Yeah. Just for the minis. I smoked a lot of them. The minis, dude. Damn. You know what? We up to something. Let me let me see what we can do, dog. What's up? So you go to blunts, like that's the go-to for you. Yeah. Cause I noticed when we were in the shop, you didn't even look at the hash, you didn't look at the edibles. Just let me look at flour. Yeah, I ain't been smoking no hash, no no dabs, no nothing in a while actually. I just been on the flour. Yeah, and it's actually been smooth. Yeah. Yeah, you just said fuck it, we flower time. Are you you got into the rosin era at all? Yeah, I mean, I went through it all. I think that's why I just ended up landing back on. You know what I love doing? Flower. You said what? You know what I love doing? Dabs. No, I mean, I'm smoking blunts. Do you see any rigs over here, bro? Oh, okay. But uh, my favorite, I mean, if you love blunts and you like dabbing, um, I do blunt rosin where I'll roll a blunt and then I'll squish it in a press mm. and I'll make some uh, rosin and I'll dab whatever comes <laughs> Fire, that right? Hell yeah! Yeah, that's a level. You ever try that shit? <laughs> nah. All right, listen, Dizzy. Look, I know you got. Look, you got an album coming out. You got an album coming out, right? I do. You got a show coming up uh, in LA. It's yep. a, it's a kickoff of your tour too. It is. Actually, this is the first show, right? Yep. We're, are we going to Daddy Max? It's. it's, it's <laughs> the album's called Live at Daddy Max. Uh, it's, I think it's a, it's a, uh, catch one, catch one on, on Pico or some shit. Yeah, I think so. I think I've been there before. It's like a two story venue or some shit. I haven't been there. Oh, it's your first time. Yeah. My first time. And th- are you doing a whole new show? Is this like a whole new, yeah, it's a whole new show, a whole new set? Yeah. So if you've seen Dizzy before, you haven't seen this Dizzy before. Yeah. Not at all. What? What are we expecting? 
Um, a good time. It's going to be groovy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot better than I think people remember my shows to be. I think they're going to have a lot of fun, enjoy the music, and, you know, we're going to be stoned. We're going to have a great time. Because it gets greater later. It gets greater later. It gets greater later. Uh, name of the tour, by the way. It gets greater later. Yeah. And, you know, it is later, or it is now, or it's the beginning, whatever. But just know uh, it's always going to get greater later. Yep. I feel like that's, like, if you're a good person and you're smart at life, it just gets greater later. Absolutely. That's how we feel. Yeah. You evolve. I can see it, dude. You're just fucking, you're chill-ass fucking, you're just hanging out. Yeah. Vibing. What's, like, a typical day for Dizzy, dude? Well, you know, I'm a dad-dad, bro, so I got what is it? Why'd you say it twice? What does that mean? I'm a dad-dad. Uh, well, because, I, you know, I got three kids. So. Oh, okay, so you a dad-dad. Yeah, I'm like, I'm okay. a dad-dad, you know, and it ranged. So my oldest is about to be 12, so. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. My son is eight, and then I got a one-year-old. Oh. So I've been a dad for a long ass time. Yeah. <laughs> like, At least a dozen years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a dad for a long ass time, but um, it's been cool, man. Most of the time, you know, it just depends on where I'm at, right? Like if I'm out working, if I'm out pushing the craft, you know, the day looks a little different than I'm when I'm at home and I'm tapped in with my kids and sports and basketball and all that good shit. So it varies. So you have uh, dad dad duty days, and then you have like Dizzy Wright studio. Let's pay the bill days. Nah, nah, it's all intertwined. Unfortunately, so shit be tiring sometimes. But do nah. kids come with you to the studio? Nah, nah, they don't. They don't. Um, it's uh, well, actually, my studio's in the crib. So I mean, they walk in the studio all the time. Sometimes when I'm in there, like, but um, Did you ever sample the kids yet? <laughs> yeah, I sampled them. Yep, I used them already. <laughs> Hell, but, I mean, why not? But, uh, yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. Do they inspire you to, like, for some tracks? you ever have, like, moments with the kids? You're like, yo, I'm, this is... This word, is. word, yeah. It also, like, they they inspire me. Like, even my, my oldest, you know, she getting older now, so she listening to some of the music that's out. You know what I'm saying? And... It makes me feel like old sometimes, like, oh shit. Because she's listening to like, yeah, the like, new shit. Like, oh, this your shit now? Okay. And you know what's crazy? I, I mean, I'm not a big radio listener, um, but a lot of the newer music, I might be old now, but like when I was growing up, those songs are being sampled in like the newer songs now, and Weird. these kids don't know like, like like a Mariah Carey sample, and they're like, "Who's Mariah Carey?" I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> am I that person now? Yeah. Like, am I that oh, person now? Am I that generation? 100%. Are we there? Holy shit! It's yeah. crazy, dude. But how is that? I mean, you've been consistent with the music. How is it to just you know be able to consistently put it out, keep that fan base going? I mean, I I it, it's a fucking it's, it's, it's a task, been, especially with the way it is now with the, all the platforms and the way people have access to you yeah it's tricky it's very very tricky but um i think you just gotta you know be confident in who you are and and you know fame has always kind of scared me a little bit so it's not like i was trying to like be a big big star because like you know i don't look at the famous people and see everybody all in their business and acting like they know what's going on and making up stories and see that shit and say, hey, I want that, you know what I mean? Just wanted to be able to provide for my fam, you know what I'm saying, and set up some generational wealth. If I could fly under the radar and do that, I would the whole way, you know? But in this industry, you gotta spread your wings at some point and just see how far you can take it. And whatever comes with it, comes with it. You can't really be worried about that shit. It is what it is. but. Since I've been in the industry, like, I think not having a, a thirst for that or not having a want for, like, the fame side of things, I think it's just kept me, like, humbled and cool and, and appreciative of what I've been able to build, you know? And that's 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 great, because I know you've been, like, super independent. You've spoken about, you know, major labels and shit. So, you know, it's good to see you out here be consistent. It gets greater later. It gets greater later. That's what we doing. New uh, the new album live at Daddy Max. Yeah. Where's Daddy Max? Where are we live at? 
So Live at Daddy Max was a spot that um, I used to perform at back in the day. <clears throat> Actually, the grand opening, it's a it was a spot in Vegas. Okay. Like where locals performed at. And, you and know, you've been in Vegas most of your life. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. You weren't born in Vegas though. No, nah, I was born in Flint, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. And I was pretty much raised in Vegas. That's where I spent most of my years. But um, Daddy Max was a spot that, honestly, uh, Nip Nipsey Hussle uh, performed at the grand opening. And you know what I'm saying? I, you know, when I saw him up there, I was like, you know, I wanted to get up there and get on that stage. And I was able to like you know, get up there and do my thing. And then I got booked for a couple shows, like a, like a couple birthday parties where people wanted me to come in. And perform? And, and perform. And like at that time, you know, I didn't get paid or anything, but it was, it was, a, it felt amazing. And like, Wait, I was, you would perform at like birthday parties? They would just hit you up and be like, hey, uh, can you just... Yeah, and like, you know, people would throw like their little birthday events at Daddy Max. You know, okay, there was a okay, bar there. Okay, okay. There was like... You know, it was a cool vibe. They had like was, a little stage area. Yeah, and they yeah. would do like live. Okay. Yeah, and it was popping. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a couple people that slid through there and performed, like your Nipsey's, your J Rocks, your YG's. Um, but I was hungry back then. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't about the fame, the money, the nothing. I just wanted people to know that I made dope music. So I feel like after doing 10 years of the independent shit, like. Now I'm back in that hungry stage where I'm like, I just want people to know that like, I'm making really dope music and I'm hungry and, and I just want to see how far I can take it with that kind of mindset. And you're taking it. So we're going back to Daddy Max. We're going back to the, and I feel like that's great because I'm going back to like, you know, the roots here with the Getting High Wish show. Yep. You know, I brought back the Versace Espresso glider recliners. There you go. Well, your boy Demrick sat on these before. I, love I interviewed him right here on these on these recliners and this chair. The roots, man. How you uh, uh how'd you guys link up? Cause you guys have been working together for a minute and have a lot of tracks. I've seen y'all, you know. Yeah, I believe it was the Cannabis Cup. Uh, is where we first met. And then um Yeah. You, you guys know. were both booked or something, or you guys just were randomly chilling? Nah, yeah, I wasn't booked at all. Uh, I went to a couple of the cannabis cups where I just showed up. And just wanted a fan to, of weed. Yeah, I just seen you know when they started doing the medicated chicken wings and the medicated <laughs> sodas and all this different <laughs> shit. I was like, what the fuck? The <laughs> cannabis community going crazy, and I would pop up, you know, just to you know keep up with what was going on. And uh, yeah, I ran into Demrick and and you know shit. He was doing the same thing, but only he was plugged in with uh, Be Real in them, you know. So they had their own thing going on, and I was just starting my my uh dizzy og with crown genetics right so you know we kind of vibed on that level did some music and then I, I honestly wanted him to sign with funk volume i was pushing for him to sign with us when we were still together because he had the vibe that you know i felt like say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill what volume was your label that you had? Uh, it was Hobson's label. Okay. Yeah, I was when I was signed to Hobson, I was signing his label. Yeah, in the big yeah. Yeah, so But I, you had your own, didn't you uh, have your no, own? No, I have my own label still moving right okay, now. Okay, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So we still, um, we still getting shit rolling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, um. So you wanted Demrick on Funk? Funk volume back in the day. And yeah. he was like, nah. Nah, not it. Nah, he wanted to be on the label, but uh, the label we kind of had some some turmoil. Right, right, and, right. You know, of course, that's why we ended up going our separate ways. But it happens. And I'm I'm glad I didn't bring him into anything negative. You know what I'm saying? So it all happened the way it was supposed to. Everything happens for a reason. Yes, sir. What? And we here now making it happen. So we got a new album out, new tour. If you've been to a Dizzy Wright show, uh, just listen. 
you've been to a Dizzy Wright show, you haven't been to the, this Dizzy Wright show. That's so right. make sure you check it out. Uh, tour starts in LA and where are you going? All over the country? Uh, we're just doing the West Coast on this one. We will be going all over the country, though, this year. So there will be more dates coming. But um, we starting with the West Coast. And um, I think after L.A. is Phoenix and then New Mexico and Oregon and Washington. And so we hitting a few places around here. And uh, we ended in Vegas. Hell you know, for yeah. For the hometown show. At Daddy Max? No, Daddy Daddy Max is closed <laughs> no, down know, now. I yeah, know. it's long gone. But <laughs> we man. should just create a pop up and call it Daddy Max. Man, right? I'm sure we can find an empty spot in Vegas and just for the for the weekend, just call it Daddy Max. Call it Daddy Max. Whoa, big promo! Look, I see it. You're, look, you're thinking the, the wheels I turning. I see it. You're like, oh shit. I might know a spot. <laughs> I know Vegas, Doc. There's a lot of spots in Vegas right now that are vacant. You could probably get a fucking one night, one night at Daddy Max, dude. For real. What? So, uh, favorite weed is OG. You out here? You smoking blunts? I like it, dude. We, we, you're just a cool ass dude, bro. Thank you, brother. I see the chat too. We're live streaming this on Twitch. Everyone's like, this, he's just a cool ass dude, dude. Right on. Do you have a go-to munchies? What's your favorite munchie? Like, if you had, if you, we went to the store right now, um, like, what would you pick up to eat? Are you like a savory, sweet, salty, yeah. sh- sour? Nah, I like like uh, hot stuff. So like flaming hot stuff. Hell like yeah, that. I'm with it. What's your favorite flaming hot collab? Uh, you know, they got the Doritos. They got the fucking sour ranch flaming hot. They got the motherfucking flaming hot ruffles. Yeah, I probably have to say uh, maybe them Jason Tatum's. If I had to choose them Jason Tatum uh, ruffle hot flaming the fl- hot flaming hot barbecue. Yeah, I gotta stay away from them because them crazy. <laughs> I'll be like them crazy. Let's look. I, I always say it, dude. Like as much as everyone wants to fucking say whatever they say, chips is like the ultimate go-to fucking munchie. Yeah, it's like the perfect like crunch. Savory, fla- like there's every flavor chip you could think of. If you want spicy or salty or sweet, Very or good. like it's it's in a potato chip. True that. Fucking shout out potatoes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dog. Fucking munchies. That's where it goes. Have you ever created anything like uh, uh munchies where you were just like super lit and you just like combined two crazy things and ate it together? Um, bro, I'm so weird. Like yeah, I'm with it. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm I'm like weird in the sense is I don't be like everything's plain. Yeah, I'm like a like you know I'm like I don't know. Does your food touch on the plate? Like are you weird. A- like I I be stoned, bro. It's crazy because I was just thinking like if I say this, they gonna be like this nigga weird. But like I fuck around go get pretzels and shit, the driest shit in the world. I don't know why I be eating that shit. What's wrong with pretzels? After you smoke, motherfuckers always telling me how how hard it is to eat. Because their mouth is dry as fuck. <laughs> like, how the fuck is you eating that shit? And uh, yeah, so but I'm super plain, bro. I don't I don't like. You a don't lot dip of, the pretzels in like cream cheese. I don't like a lot of sauce on my shit on my food. I be getting my sauce on the side. I like to put my own amount of sauce on shit. I'm weird, bro. That's not weird. That's just you. You know what you like, bro. Yeah, man. We guess you just know what you want. It's fucking not weird, dude. Yeah, so. I put pineapple on pizza. People think that's weird as fuck. I think it's great. Pineapple on pizza? Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> nah, it, it ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go to it I right do, away. I do pineapples and jalapenos, bro. That's oh. my, that's a little sweet and spicy. Okay. Yeah, I fuck with the jalapenos, but see, the pineapple would throw me off. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, see, I'm like, we might, weird. I'm like, we could, but I'm cool with the pineapple. It just gotta be on the side on its own. Gotta be its own thing. As soon as you throw it on the pizza, it get weird for me. If if I get in your car right now, what what are you listening to? What's what's on the, what's on the sound? Um, oh. uh, shit. <laughs> um. I get like you look. You go in my car. I'm I'm talk radio, bro. It's probably like Howard Stern or some fucking some right. talk shit, dog. Yeah, nah. I be I be right now. I'm listening to a lot of the oldies though. Like um, just tapping into like you know the computer loves type of shit. And Bobby Caldwell <laughs> and like you know what I mean. 
But if I'm choosing a newer artist, it's not really rap. It's like, I like Sir. He's from here, California, but... Sir? Yeah, he's a singer. Um, okay, is he? It's like her, but sir. Yeah. Okay. And I, 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 I like the vibey shit, bro. I like, you know, I don't like nothing that's like trying too hard. I don't like a lot of the remakes and things like that and stuff like the shit that I was listening to like in the early two thousands being remade right now is like not my go to shit. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It's like the samples from like <laughs> they're sampling yeah. shit that I was growing up. I'm like now I'm that generation. Yeah. Where I'm like yo, what? I'm like damn, it's different. What do you do? Uh, like, are you like a content consumer? Do you watch like TV or movies? Yeah, I watch, I, I like watching TV shows. You you do that like? Are you like a family TV show man? Or are you like a, let me watch some of my fucking? What what are you watching? Like I, I'm. Shit, I like watching all kind of shit, but you know, uh, really anything 50 Cent doing, I'm watching like the BMFs, you know, the Powers, all that shit. I'm watching that shit, the Tommy Show, and then, but I'm also watching like Snowfall, and um, what else? I, I, I watch Crazy Ass Joe, you know, the nigga that was stalking uh, the chicks. I watch, I think that shit called You. Okay, yeah, I think my wife watches that. You, you that I watch shit. I be watching all kind of shit. It be mixing up. Uh, Ozark, I think I watched that whole shit. Sons of Anarchy was my shit. You know what I mean? Uh, I watch. I, I like shows. I think that like it's a great way to like get a lot of information out at in one like fucking situation. Like, a movie seems, like, quick now. I feel like they just be jumping the gun six months later. Let's get to it. It's like, movies are a little different than the shows. I feel like you could just get a lot more off on the shows. So I've been fucking with them. More detail, more story. Hell yeah. I like that shit. So you out here just fucking chilling. Just chilling, living life. Getting high. Yeah, writing music. Making music. Yeah. Raising the kids. Yeah. Chilling in Vegas. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm just trying to get the kids to be the best versions of themselves. That's it. And I'm, I'm just on the back end trying to stack it up so they could do that, flourish. You know what I'm saying? In the meantime, I'm just connecting with good people and just seeing where life take a nigga. That's it. What if you could have a meal with like three people that are alive, just like random people? Who would you be chilling with? Bob Marley off the rip. Like he'd be number one. Um uh I would I would have <laughs> I would have Bob Marley Pac and Malcolm X all at the table. That's a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Smoking and we we figure it out. Figure it out. We figure it out. They just tell me what I need to do while I'm here and I go do it. I like how you went to everyone that's not with us right now because there's an opportunity to still have dinner with people that are here, but to not have it, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody here, everybody here can be touched, can be, you You can get in front of them. Yeah, you know? it's so easy to access now. Yeah, just depending on what you do, so... The possibilities are endless for for everybody that's here. You know, for the ones that's gone that have vision, you know, you can only imagine, right? Yeah. I wonder what Bob Marley would be fucking thinking about the weed right now. <laughs> he was He'd be hiding the motherfucker. <laughs> Bob be like, y'all tripping. It ain't, it ain't even need to be this high for me. I've been to Jamaica. I smoked their weed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that weed. I'm like, damn, Bob was creating that. Amazing shit off this week. You've been, you've been, a, yeah. I have, I have. I mean, it's so easy. My experience in Jamaica, I, they were just on the beach with like bales of just weed and, and just ready to sell you. My my experience was we got out the airport and we we got a driver. Like this dude said he would drive us and it was we was like, all right, cool, we'll roll with you. You know what I'm saying? And he asked us if we needed any weed. And I'm telling you, we pulled out that airport about two minutes away he pulled up around the corner and pulled up on these dudes and they snatched off about 
16 branches <laughs> off the tree, bro. And like came over and it was fresh and, right off the tree. And sold us that shit. And we smoked that shit too. Like And it was trash. It, you know what we did though is uh, one of the homies brought some wax, so we was adding a little wax to oh, all man. the blunts, and that changed the whole. You mixed it. It changed the whole Jamaican experience. Yeah. But yeah, just trying to smoke the Jamaican weed was uh, at that time a little tough. I don't know how much how much better it done got, but um, yeah, yeah. When I went, it wasn't. It was like hit or miss, and. It was just like bales, and some nugs were like great, and some nugs were just like wet and just <laughs> not cured. I went to go visit like a little gross spot out there too, and they were just like drying their weed over fire. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's just not. Fuck? Yeah, it wasn't cured. Like, what that's guys, what it was. Yeah, they don't know how. It's not that they don't know how. I think it's just so humid down there that's just hard to cure their uh, cannabis. So and once just, it looks smokable, they like, let's smoke this shit. And that's why they pack those chillums and <laughs> just smoke a lot of it because it's a lot of mids. Yeah. But shout out to them, man. They've, uh, you know, inspired a lot and created a whole religion for this plant, dude. Absolutely. They they praise it, dude. And, you know, it is a great plant. And, you know, it brought us together. Absolutely. I'm a delicate dude from the valley. You were getting out here in Vegas making shit happen. We out here smoking... Yo shit. Yeah. What? What are you, are you chocolate or vanilla? Um, chocolate. Hell yeah. Dark or rag? Dark. The dark, like 60, 70? Like, I'm, getting, I'm a chocolate dude, that's why. Sometimes it gets way too bitter. Uh, well, shit, it don't really matter for me. I fuck with chocolate. It's like, let me get it, dude. Right. Hell yeah. So, what, uh, so you got this tour coming up? You got the album coming up? When's the album dropping? Album drops um, for us Thursday at 9 p.m. For the East Coast, it drops at uh, midnight. Mid midnight. Friday. Friday. Yep. Friday at midnight. What are we expecting on the album? Um, an elevated version of the production and the whole overall, you know, um, layout of the music. I think that I, I put out a lot of albums. Yeah. Saying a lot of different shit, you know, with a lot of different vibes. And uh, but I think this is my most cohesive project where it just flows really well. You're gonna be able to play it over and over and over, and it's still gonna feel good. It's a good vibe, and it doesn't sound like anybody that's out right now. But that wasn't the intention, you know. We were just having fun with it, so I was able to just carve out a little, another little lane. Staying original. Yeah, to have fun with it. I'm excited, dude. I saw little clips of the video. Yeah, man. Come it's, on. It's a whole vibe, bro. It's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe, dude. Are you a, a space or ocean? Ooh. Uh, in, like, what sense? Like, in just in general. Yeah. Uh, I'm more I'm more space. More space. I feel like safe is, space is safer than the ocean. Yeah, the ocean is like... It scares me, dude. Yeah. Even flying over the ocean for a long time, I'd be like, man, we've been over water for a very long time. Have you ever seen... Have you ever seen... Ocean water under a microscope? No. Yeah. You'll never go in ocean water again. Oh, it's super <laughs> dirty? Bro, no, there's like this microscopic, like little aliens, dude, that just live in there. I, I don't want to scare everybody because I just change everyone's lives, but they like... Oh, right. They're like these little, yeah, just if you want, you can like YouTube it, Google it. They're just like, looks like alien little creatures just swimming around, accessing everything, dog. Just, you know, I ain't trying to scare everybody, but I mean, everyone goes in the ocean. It's all possible now, right? <laughs> I think aliens live in the ocean, bro. That's where their base is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> all right, last one, and then and then we'll, we'll figure it out. I know we, we all high and shit. I'm getting hungry. Uh, if you were a superhero, dude, what would your superpower be? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, bruh, I would teleport, bruh. I would want to teleport, bro. What's that show where the little nigga teleport? That shit off the chain. He got to figure out how to control that shit. I would teleport. I just get to, because that's what I'm saying. Being on the ocean, being on the ocean, flying over the ocean. All that shit, bro. I would just teleport to where I needed to be, bro. And, just, like, skip that whole part of shit. 
Nah, I'm fucking with you, dude. Well, like, that seems mediocre, though, to just teleport. Like, I feel like... Teleporting? Is, what do you mean? That's a great one. Is that a good one? Because I feel like niggas would be like, what, nigga? You can't. You wouldn't... <laughs> like, I mean, if anyone tries to, like, <laughs> fucking whatever, you just, like, teleport, boom, you disappear. It's, like, instant, right? That's what? I mean, how is a teleport? Do you dissolve? Do you just, like, flash and disappear? Is there, like, a smoke screen and you're gone? Like, Yeah, it's just, like, like I, I'm just, ready to go home. You just blink? I'll catch y'all later. And I'm out. <laughs> like, just, and I'm home, bro. Like, <laughs> you feel me? Is it, like, a visual? Like, let me... All right, I'm home. Like, yeah. To be able to control it to, to its maximum and just be like, yeah, I'm ready to get up out of here. I'm out. You know, I wouldn't show niggas though, so I had to like, you know how Spider Man find a spot to put his shit on. I go somewhere and just snap out of there. But I don't know. I feel like niggas got. What would your superpower be? Because I feel like niggas could come up with better superpowers than that. But I just feel like me personally, sitting in traffic, flights, being over water, uncomfortable shit, like made me think about that. Ken, Kentron. I know you're into like superpowers and you love like uh you know transformers and shit. Okay. If you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? Um kind of like his, you know, to be honest. I think okay. about that sometimes too cuz it's almost cuz what he described was like something I seen in Transformers. Oh word. Yeah, they had it where when they wanted to roll out and stuff, like later on in, in the series, not like the early Transformers, but they had it where when they needed to get out of the base and go to the location, like a portal would just open up and they would just walk through it. So they'd have to create a portal yeah, to like enter. It's not like a snap and disappear. They, they called it a ground bridge. Mm. See, I see. Would you have to create like a like a, a ground? How does that happen? A, a portal seems a portal seems a portal seems um public seems like public knowledge. It's too much, right? I don't like. Like, it. can anyone else enter the portal? <laughs> I don't know. I just Somebody like jumped through your portal, fam, and you like how like this rando just jumped through your portal at the last minute, and he over there stuck with you. How you gonna get that nigga back? You got you can't do another portal for another twenty four hours. <laughs> Does the portal close right when you enter it? I don't have too many questions. Look, nah, nah, we acting like this shit real. Let's <laughs> go watch Transformers. <laughs> yeah, that? I need to watch that shit, man. Transformers, yeah. more than meets the eye. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Is that the sound it makes? It's close enough. <laughs> you get it, dude. Shout out to Kentron in the corner. All right, so he would do the same as you. So obviously your superpower isn't lame, dude. Why are you so hard on yourself, bro? Oh, no, where? I was just, <laughs> He's like, I feel like know? it's like, I mean, I thought everyone would be like, I want to fly. Oh, like flying? Yeah. Like, just like jump up in the air and just take off and fly. Shh, like, so, yeah, that's not what I would want, though. Yeah, that. That seems basic. Flying, I mean, that's cool, too. Yeah. But I feel like teleporting is better than flying because you're just, like, instantaneously wherever you're at. Like, instead of flying to where you got to go, you're just, like... Right. Like, I mean, snapping to go? I'd be snapping all day, like, peace. Yeah, yeah. I need weed. Let me go to the shop. I'm hungry. Let me go to the restaurant. Yeah. I need to take a shit. Let me go home to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm there, dude. I'm running the marathon. Mile one. Mile two. Mile three. Mile four. <laughs> Yeah, that now it's sounding like a movie, like somebody <laughs> losing control of that shit. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> like, shit just totally overusing like, their power. He's got to be teleporting into the wrong spots. Oh no! Just yeah, like, fuck! I didn't mean to come here. It just you get cross fucking frequency and you yeah. cross teleport with someone else. Yeah, there, there, was, oh. there was an episode of Transformers oh. when that happened. <laughs> that happened. Oh, you know it did. Hey, it was two portals, portals that opened up at the same time. And then somebody got stuck in the shadow zone. Oh, not the shadow zone. What's the yeah, shadow zone? Like, it was I mean, a place that you can't see, but they exist in it. Because mm. they got caught in the middle of the of the portal before it closed. And when it closed up, they were stuck in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? How many Transformer movies are there? Um, I know there's the... First one, 86. <laughs> <laughs> How many were there? Oh, 86. Okay, there's yeah. 2007, and then there's uh, the three, the three with Shia LaBeouf, and then the two with, two with um, 
Mark Wahlberg, and then Bumblebee. Okay. So how many was that? Like six. Six. Are we talking about movies? Yeah, there's movies with Transformers characters. Okay, so yeah. Mm. And there's a roller co- a ride at Universal. Yeah. You like it? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I, I gotta go on it anytime I go over there because that's the only thing that there is for Transformers rides. Mm. I remember I did a show, a podcast, like over a decade ago with Kentron, and I had my boy on here, and they did a whole rap about the Transformers story from beginning to end of the whole. The whole fucking series. It was a crazy ass. 86 to now. Oh, is yeah. that theme song? Some of it. Part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kentron. Right it's good on. to see you here. <laughs> Teleporting, dude. That's exciting. Dizzy, listen, dude. Listen. I learned a lot, man. I feel like we could talk for like five more hours, but yeah. I know there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people... Chilling, you got a show to get ready for. Yes, sir. You got an album you got to promote. Mm-hmm. It's happening. It's all happening. Right now. Yep. Live at Daddy Max. Live at Daddy Max. It's the album. Yep. Make sure you get it. Friday. What? It only gets greater. Later. It, later. Mm-hmm. It gets greater later. It gets greater later. <laughs> <laughs> that tour. Make sure you get your tickets. Tickets available. Tickets available. DizzyWrite.com. If you're uh, watching live first show Thursday, I'm going to pull up after Connect Four. You know I'm a Connect Four world champ, right? My man. Oh, word. Yeah, Hasbro recognized. Really? No, it sounds good, though. But I am a Connect Four champ. Damn, I haven't lost in Connect Four ever in my life. Don't lie. I ain't lying. I'll play you right now, dude. For real? Uh, Yeah. I think I have one in my car. Fuck it. Did someone want to go get my Connect Four? I got... It's Yeah, it should be in my back seat. I mean, I got it on the phone, basic, but we could get a real Connect 4 game that I will clear this shit. I have a giant Connect 4 right in the hallway right here. I don't know if you saw it. For real? Yeah. What? You see it right there? That giant Connect 4? Yeah, yeah. I'll pull that bitch in here, too. Oh, we could play a giant-ass game. No, it's going to be too much. Look, look. Uh, I do a thing every Thursday at Apothecary. Okay. You come in... And play me in Connect Four, and if you beat me, you get a half ounce of weed. Oh damn! Yeah. <laughs> how, how many people want? Uh, I'm very nice sometimes because it's very hard to beat me. Mm. So uh, depending on how my chat feels or how I feel, you know, it was my birthday recently, so I was very generous, mm. saying I let a lot of people beat me. But I am undefeated, dude. Besides that, if there's nothing involved, I will, I will beat you. I believe you. <laughs> And you said you're undefeated? I'm undefeated. It's right there. I haven't, yeah. I haven't played in a while, but well, up to when I played, I'm st- I'm undefeated. Well, I got one right here, dude. And we can play real quick. There it is. And we can make this happen. Let's do it. This is for VIP tickets to the concert. Yeah, to the con- huh? There it is. There it is, dude. All right. If I win, I get VIP tickets, dude. If I lose, I'm just general admission. <laughs> General admission, bro. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. Oh, perfect. All right. We got this, dude. It's going down right now. Connect four. I'm nervous, actually, dude. Don't be. See, I can't even put this shit together. Got it? How's that look? You got it? Yeah. Red or yellow? Rosie Red or Rosie. yellow? Uh, I'll take yellow. All right. I love the music, Ken. Let's go. Here, we can play on the same side. I could just turn it like that. All right, let's go. I'm you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. Oh, damn, I fucked up. It's okay, I don't need that piece. Thank you. Uh-oh. Right down the middle, dude. Right down the middle. getting intense right now. Let's go! Who you got, chat? Who you got? Mm. Uh-oh.
Uh-oh. I'm nervous. I like your style. <laughs> oh, it's an intense battle right here, guys. Uh, it's, uh, Dizzy just went. I haven't got, uh, I see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing there, dude. Uh-oh. It's getting serious. I got a, a little square in the middle. Dizzy got two on the right side. One on the left. He just hit the middle. It's getting serious. What's about to happen? I don't know. I just went far left. Oh. <laughs> oh, Dizzy got three. Let me block that three real quick. Let's connect for a tournament. This is undefeated versus undefeated. <laughs> it's going down, dude. Uh-oh. And Dizzy drops it right in the middle. Now I'm going to go on the three right. You ready? I think game's over, bro. Is it? Damn it. I'm going to go right here. Mm. You're right. Is it? Oh, I don't know, dude. It's, it's, it's over, mate. It's over. Uh, so simple. <laughs> Damn. I'm Hasbro recognized, bro. Uh, I guess I'll I, keep the half ounce. I fell for it. You didn't what? <sighs> the strat? I have to let you go out of glory. Let's go! That is undefeated tactics. Wow. Wow. I've met my match. I can't believe it. Catch me at the show on Thursday. VIP, baby. All the homies at the Boys and Girls Club is so proud right now that I just took that L. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Shout out to the boys. <laughs> Why you beat everyone over there? <laughs> As the champ back in the day. Ah, oh, man. Well, uh, I'm glad to prove my uh, dominance here, dude. Listen, anyone want to see me and connect for it? Come at me, bro. Bring your A game. This was too easy. <laughs> listen, die. Listen, we out here. Connect for world champ. Hasbro recognized. Where's my custom fit at? <laughs> I wear my connect for jersey, dog. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Listen, Dizzy, look, I could chill and fucking hang out with you all day, bro. Smoking blunt, smoking OGs, talking shit, living life, dude. I learned a lot. Oh, yeah. It's been a fucking pleasure, dog. Oh, man. I appreciate everything. Enjoy all that weed. Appreciate I'm it, brother. I'm going to see you at the show. Yeah. I'm going to do my Connect Four challenge. VIP. And I'm pulling up, VIP, dog. Uh oh. No way, you're good. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> you're all good. <laughs> and I'm live streaming that shit, too. We're going to be live streaming it. I'm going to bring my whole mobile kit for yeah, you. Yeah, bring it, bro. Bring Hell it. I get my yeah. rematch, man. Bring the Connect 4. We're good. How about, uh, You'll be VIP. We'll do it backstage. I, I, I'll bring it on my phone so we don't have to like have the whole box. Unless you want me to bring the full box. Ass no, no you got to bring it back. You got to bring the, the whole box. Bring the whole box. All right. All right. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be in my car, so I'll pull up in with it. It's enough space. I'm like, I, I'm with Dizzy, okay? I'd rather connect for it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm with Dizzy. <laughs> oh, we're going to make it work. All right, dude. Listen, Dizzy, appreciate you. Uh, check out the album, yes. Live at Daddy Max. Live at Daddy available. Max. Uh, you're gonna get available now, dude. By the time you listen to this shit, you're already high, dude. It's probably out. Just go get it. Yeah. Live at Daddy Max. If not, just go on right now and, and fucking get it early. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. R reserve it. Yeah, appreciate that thing. Pre it, pre free reserve, dude. Pre reserve. Get your tickets for the show. It's coming out. Kentron, thank you for pulling up. Shout out to uh, Carry keeping us lit. Crown OG. We up. Anything else, Doug? Oh, where can people find you, Doug? Social media. I'm sorry, social media. I just have oh, such a bad time with social media. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm on Instagram, Dizzy Hippie, Hippie with a Y, and Dizzy Right. Right with a W on everything else. YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, all that. Go check out the music, man. It's jamming. The new album is jamming. Live at Daddy Max. It'll be out this Friday. Um, new music video out this Friday. Tour starts Thursday. We start in LA, end in Vegas for the hometown show. So I love. Thank you for having me. Shout out to the chat. Look, all the links are right there, dude. Shout out to Macy. Got all the links ready. Got the single. Got the Instagram. Got the tickets right there, dude. Boom. Click on it. Make it happen. It's been a pleasure. 
Thank you, brother. I'll bring the Connect Four and meet you again. No problem, dude. Hey, come on. I'm going to be ready next time. Well, you already know, dude. It's the highest host, Adam Hill, right here for another episode of Getting Hot With. It's uh, been amazing. Appreciate everybody hanging out with me. I forgot about I got soundboards, dude. Hell yeah. You guys are all amazing. I'll see you guys. Uh, AdamHill.com. You already know. Uh, social media. Yeah. Just go to Adam Hill. You'll see it all. Love you guys. Ken, take us out. Bye. Hell yeah, chat. Be right back. Hold on. Hell yeah. Chat, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. You guys are amazing. Just give me a second. Let me just like organize and shit. We'll be right back in a little bit, dude. I didn't hear any echo, dude. Was there an echo? Mm-mm. I wonder if it was the speaker in the back. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.